said it couldn't be done, but it is here. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back from the dead from what appears to be, you know, a lot of things appeared to be that they would not happen. Yes, they survived. And football has survived. And so has the Sunday card right here on Sports Country Radio. Dan Zapano, Chris Raza. The Iceman, Matty Ice, Matty T. Matt Silver, with ice water in his veins. Back again, fellas. It has been too long, and football is upon us. Football's back. back. Football's back. We're back. It is just, we're already talking over each other. It's Everything's back to normal. <laughs> uh, as you can probably hear, we're, we're doing this via WebEx, so, you know, uh, we'll we'll see exactly and try to maneuver the things as much as we can. But this is the podcast for you, for your betting public. Uh, usually how it works is what we're going to do throughout the season. Five of our best bets. We'll pick our three best bets, and then we'll give you the Sunday night game and the Monday night game as, as some treats as well, as we always did. Um, may it throw in a little money line parlay action this year for some extra points. There's an idea. Uh, but that'll be throughout the season, weeks two through 17. Week one, we really just want to go through some of the futures bets. Because there was no preseason, guys, I feel like I don't know anything about these teams. You know, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, and I think, you, you know, for, for those who watched the, the Chiefs and the Texans games on Sunday, you saw that there was no, you know, no preseason with, with some of the, uh, the plays that were made. Some, some plays, players didn't look too good, didn't look too ready. Things that, you know, usually you'd have kind of shored up and ready to go by week one didn't look that way. So these first couple of weeks might be a little interesting uh, for some teams. Yeah, I mean, the disadvantage that you already had with, with normally like new coaches and stuff trying to learn and, and new new fits, like especially across the like, you know, offensive line and defenses communicating, which is lack of in-game practice. It's going to be really interesting to see that, the you know, some of these new pieces fit into these teams. Yeah, well, we're going to try and navigate that world of betting as best we can and 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 see where the lines move. Uh, but for this episode, like we said, we're going to pick some over-unders. We're going to pick some MVPs. We're going to pick some division winners. We'll give you a Super Bowl championship, you know, because we have to do that, get it on record so people can start picking the Lions versus the Jets and get made fun of at the end of the year. And then we'll pick three of our favorite bets for week one of the NFL season. And without further ado, let's start Let's start with Chris Raza. Let's kick it off here, Chris. Uh, I know you have some over-unders here. Uh, let's hear them. I, I know you got a couple here. So uh, one of these might be a little biased, but I, I'm going the Chargers under eight. I, oh, okay. The fact that they're at eight, I thought, was mind-boggling. Anyway, you know, you, you've, you've got injuries left and right this this team and i just don't trust themselves at the quarterback position you've already got mike williams hurt keenan allen seems to tear his acl every single year uh i think the chargers are really going to be in, in in for a rough a rough year this year uh so i'm gonna i got them under eight i i just don't see them performing this year i think at some point they're gonna throw justin herbert into the fire and see what he can do uh and get him some real nfl experience you got anything else i do i have the bengals under five and a half okay God, they're they're so bad. They're so bad. Yeah. Again, I think I feel like the Bengals could be sneaky though. Like they might be sneaky. I think tough division though. Burrow, tough division. Yeah, that's the thing is you've got they've got to deal with the Ravens two times out of the year, the Steelers who have Big Ben back twice, and even you know who knows what the Brownies are going to bring to the table this year. I think Joe Burrow is going to look good. I think he's going to show that team some promise, uh, especially if AJ Green can stay healthy. But anywhere else on that team, I do not trust. Every single year, we think Joe Mixon is going to really kind of get over the hump and become that top five running back. 
and every single year he doesn't do it. Uh, so I, I'm taking the Bengals under five and a half. And then lastly, but certainly not least, is my beloved Seattle Seahawks oh. over nine and a half because I just, I just, I, I could see them easily getting double digit wins this year. I don't know if they'll get to that fourteen and two kind of level, but I could easily see them going ten and six, eleven and five this year. I always have a lot of faith in the Seahawks with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson at the helm. Uh, so give me the Seahawks over nine and a half. Uh, in case you're wondering, charges usually plus one ten. Bengals plus one hundred five for the under, and the Seahawks are minus one ten. Yeah, I, 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 I feel like I overvalue. We've overvalued the Seahawks every year, but I think there's only been one year where Russell Wilson has only has not had double digit wins uh, in his career. I think, if I remember that correctly. So I really like the Seahawks too. Maddie, what do you got? All right, so I went for all, uh, trying to grab value on every single one of these, uh, you know, not, not giving any, because futures were looking for some pluses in the, in the, in the book. Uh, I'm going to start off with, uh, with my team that I think is going to be pretty crappy this year, and that's Carolina. I got Carolina under 5.5, um, plus 125. New quarter, again, just talking about new systems and stuff like that. Matt Rule stepping in, um, new, uh, new quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater. Um, a lot of their, you know, replacing Luke Keekley on the defensive end. I, they They you know, drafted defense with every single one of their picks in the draft this year. But I just think it's going to take them some serious time to come together. And, and again, another really hard division with, with Mr. Brady in town now, okay, playing him two times a year along with the uh, probably Super Bowl favorite Saints. So I'm going to take Carolina under five and a half at plus 125. Um, and then a couple other ones that I like. Uh, I'll give I'll give two of my other best ones that I like here. I'm going to take the Rams over eight and a half at even money. I just think that, you know, I think McVay is just too good of a coach to, to, to have another bad year. I mean, even last year in a down year, they finished with eight wins, I believe, or nine wins. Um, and I just felt like, you know, I, they were still kind of a mess all year and you never really trust them throughout the season. Um, I think him and Goff are going to be way back in sync. Goff had a very down year, um, but I think he, I expect him to bounce back a little bit and piece together that offensive line. Um, and then uh, another team, uh, Chris, you know, Chargers are missing Phillip Rivers, and I think the Colts are going to be really happy to have him in town. So I'm going to take Indianapolis over nine and a half, um, plus 125, a division that I think is wide open now. Uh, you know, I, I think the Titans, I think they we're going to have a little bit of regression from last year. They had a, a hell of a season. I don't think that they're necessarily going to, they're not a team that you just expect to repeat at that threshold year in and year out right now. Uh, as much as we like Vrabel on this show. And then, you know, uh, the impact of Deshaun Watson, he's already already 0-1 without uh, DeAndre Hopkins, even though David Johnson looks pretty good. So I'm going to take Indianapolis over 9.5, and that's another plus 125 value. I like it. I like it. I mean, uh, we're going to have some differentials on probably how we feel about Indianapolis throughout the year uh, and and whether Phillip Rivers can do it. But, you know, with the value on that, I really like it. Uh, I have five, and I can run through the first two really, really quick because I think these two teams absolutely stink, and they're probably the worst two teams in football. Uh, I, uh, whoever put the Jets at six, six wins is, is rocks the brain. That's ridiculous. Uh, I found the Jets at six wins at, um, at plus 125. I don't see where the Jets are winning three or four games. I mean, with the yeah. schedule that they're playing, playing the NFC West, uh, along with the three teams ahead of them being – my, pretty much miles ahead of them. I think that even Miami is is way ahead of the Jets right now. Uh, I, I don't see it. The loss of Jamal Adams is, is is a rough one too. They have no defense. I like the Jets under six. I like the Jags under four and a half too. I mean, they talk about cleaning the house. It's another team. Uh, I think the Jags probably are fighting for the number one pick right now. Under four and a half. I got that at minus one hundred five uh, right now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
Um, the other two, so I'm going to agree with you. I think Seattle, uh, they're minus 115 to do this over nine and a half. Uh, some, I have them at nine and a half. Maybe some books have them at nine. But again, like I said, you know, I think that uh, I think that Russell Wilson, having only one season where they've had ten wins, uh, less than ten wins, uh, I think that bodes well for them. And, and as the way the Jets lose Jamal Adams, adding Jamal Adams, I think gives them a little bit more diversity to stop the run, which they have not done. Um, how about this team getting disrespected? Houston Texans. Are the Houston Texans going to not win eight games? I mean, seven, seven and a half wins for the Houston Texans? Is that is that feasible to anybody else? I mean, like, I understand that. Forty million. <laughs> That's true. But they, they do lose DeAndre Hopkins. But they have a lot of – I mean, look at the four top receivers that they have. I think they probably have a better receiving core than most of the rest of the division. Like, you know, and they have the best quarterback in the division. You're telling me they can't win eight games after they've won four of the last five division titles? Uh, even if they don't make the playoffs, I'd like that at, at uh, minus 105. And you know I'm going to go with the Patriots, obviously. Come on. Over nine. Come on. <laughs> Get over you, you are on drugs. Plus 110. Over nine for the New England Patriots. They have the best coaching in football. I know people are going to – I think the, the value there is there now because I think people really are underselling them. I really do. Uh, and I know that's not going to be agreed upon over here, but I like the Patriots over nine. I think Dan is just trying to manifest this and make it happen with every ounce of his body. Uh, so he's just going to put that energy out there for the Patriots and hope it wills them to 10 wins. I know, I know, I know there's probably a vast bunch of crew that's probably going to vote against the Patriots to win the division, obviously. And, you know, maybe rightfully so. I think on paper, the Bills have a better team. Yeah. But I think, I think in general, I think the coaching is is still there for the Patriots. I think the defense is still there for the Patriots, and I think that the offense is going to be something that will work it out. But they'll win games close now. It'll be very different. All right, if you had five, I'm going to give five. I don't want to keep it pretty even. <laughs> but I got two. I got two NFC North picks for okay, you right here. I want to hear. And I, you're not going to like either of them. Uh, <laughs> I got Minnesota under nine. Uh, under nine wins, minus one fifteen. I just think the division in, in total is way too close. The amount of losses they had on defense, uh, I just at losing Stefan Diggs, uh, I think Thielen's going to have a harder time this year now. Um, and they're just their offense isn't going to be the same as as well as their defense missing all those guys. And then a team that I think is going to have a bounce back year um, is Chicago. I got Chicago over eight wins at plus one forty. Oh. Uh, I think the value is great on it. I think you're at least. I think they're at least going to get to eight wins and hopefully get the push on it. But I think the defense is still very good. I think second year Matt Nagy system. I think that they're going to be a little bit better. David Montgomery can't be much worse than he was last year, even though he's already got a groin problem. So uh, I, I'm going to take Chicago over eight. That's a little. That's a little shot. That's a fun one. That's like a. That's like a fun one though because I think the Bears could do that. I don't know if they will. I think they're like a seven to nine win team. Like and that's their. There's there's ceiling to me, you know, yeah. with the quarterback play. That's going to be interesting. I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Okay, uh, how about we go to? Here's a fun one here. Can we get uh, some MVPs? Huh? The MVPs of the year. So this one is a really interesting one because the last two years we've had second year quarterbacks that have kind of blossomed into it, and I wonder if we're going to have another one. And I guess. Maybe we're foreshadowing maybe a pick or two here. Go, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. I have a few here. Um, just to throw, sprinkle it around. you got to sprinkle it around with the MVPs. There's a lot of value on a lot of things. You can sprinkle it. 
uh, I think Lamar Jackson is a good bet. I think with with the way that team is structured and uh, at plus five eighty five, uh, that's that'd be my first one. If I'm going to bet a favorite, it's probably going to be Lamar. Um, there hasn't been a back to back MVP since I think oh four oh five with Peyton Manning. Or I think it's oh eight oh nine. I got to remember that one. But uh, it was Peyton Manning a few years ago. I think Lamar is a very good chance to do that. I think the Ravens are hungry. Um, my other ones here. I have four other ones here. I'll go through them quick. I think because of the weaponry around him. Uh, I think Brady now, with with the weapons around him, could have a big year. Again, this is a stats-driven uh, and, and wins-driven uh, award. So I think maybe the stats have him at 10-1 to 1 right now. Uh, I think that would be a really solid bet for, for Brady. I think to throw a uh, – I, I don't really like this that I have it now, but I think I'm going to throw a dart at Aaron Rodgers to see if he just lights a fire under his ass. Really? Um, I, I, I do, yeah. I think that – I think that I know that they're kind of lacking in receiving core depth and everything like that. But I think that lighting a fire under his ass at 21 to one, um, I think there's at least a chance there because he's won it before. But my two ones that I really like are the real dark horse picks. And and obviously, I think everybody's picking this guy as a dark horse pick. A lot of people are, at least that I'm listening to, is Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray at, at 20 to one, a lot of people going um, in that way with if you're going to pick a dark horse, that's the one. Adding DeAndre Hopkins, having Christian Kirk, having Larry Fitzgerald there, potential for an explosive offense, um, and and who knows, maybe they're that team that uh, that comes out of the woodworks and and surprises everybody. Um, and then to throw a really dark horse into it, Matt, you know what? Let's lock it in. Let's lock up Drew Lock at seven. Nice. Can we lock him up, please? Can we get somebody give some love to Drew Lock? I, I, I want I. I want to tell you. I want to. I want to ask you. Like, why am, am I crazy? Seventy to one to go Drew Lock and just throw a dart at the board. I think so. I mean, you know, I, I, it's one of those things. I feel like I'm. I hate when like everybody gets on my team as like being the dark horse team. Uh, Chris, I think you probably felt the same way about like the Raiders like last year, two years ago, and everybody was like, "Oh, the Raiders are gonna be back," and it's like. Just like, just settle down now because now, now the, the bar is too high. And it's like versus being able to pass expectations. They did beat a lot of really, really bad passing offenses last year when he was doing well. Obviously, they totally revamped their receiving core. They have KJ Hamler now and, and Jerry Judy to go along with Cortland Sutton, who broke out, um, adding adding uh, Mel Gordon. But I just, I don't know. I, I think we got to pump the brakes a little bit. A little bit. I love it, though. I mean, the value, you can't pass up on it. 70 to 1. Let's go. Now I want to hear Matt. Now I want to hear what, what he's going to go. I got one pick. I got one, one pick. This yeah. man's price is going up and up. They are regretting that they ever franchise tagged him. They should have paid him. They should like have paid him. him last year. It's Dak Prescott. They, he gets a new head coach, Mike McCarthy, who's going to let him fly. He's going to let Dak eat. Uh, they're going to, you know, Jason Garrett was a super run-heavy coach, always just running Zeke into the ground. Um, you know, they still got a great offensive line. They revamp, they've got weapons now. Michael Gallup really kind of started to come on at the very end of last year. Mark Cooper is what he is. He's going to have good games, going to have bad games, but they've got a connection. And it'd be really interesting to see what they do with CeeDee Lamb. Um, I just I think that he already threw for a ton of yards last year, and he's got the ability to put up the rushing touchdown numbers as well. Um, as Mars, you know, his yards aren't that high, but he gets the touchdowns um, in the red zone area. I, I think Dak at plus twelve hundred. I just think that's like that's a, a right right where he like should be. I guess I don't know. It just seems like it should be it should be lower. I guess in my book, but that's that seems crazy of a high number for me. Love that, love that pick out of the woodwork. Love it, Chris. 
All right, so my safety pick, the guy who I would feel confident picking right now is Russell Wilson. He's plus 700. Uh, you know, we've talked about him becoming the MVP the last few years, especially last year. It seemed like he was going to have a shot to pull it out, uh, you know, if Lamar Jackson didn't do what he did. Uh, and then after that, one a little bit of a long shot pick, but I, I like Drew Brees at, at 20 to 1. Uh, I think he's kind of got the shot now. He knows it's his last year, I think. This is the kind of put up or shut up year for him to try and win another ring down in New Orleans. Uh, and then my real long shot at, at 50 to 1 is CMC. Run CMC. Uh, give me Christian McCaffrey just to just kind of sprinkle a little on there. Just, you know, if he goes out there and falls out, because you know they're going to be feeding him the entire time because he's their one reliable part of that offense. Uh, you know, if he goes off, you know, has like 1,800 rushing yards and something like 700 receiving yards. He, you know, I think I think he's going to put himself into that conversation, and it's worth putting a little something on there in that off chance that he really has that insane year. See, see, the problem with CMC that I see is like I love the pick, but the problem is I don't think his team is going to be very good. Yeah, and I think I think that's the one thing that probably holds him back. I think he could be a thousand and a thousand again, but you know, uh, we'll have to wait and see. I I, I do I do really like uh, obviously you know Drew Brees maybe in his last year that could be a good one. Um, let's go to division winners, folks. Division winners. Anyone like to win the division here? I mean, like, there's some real value on some teams, especially in some divisions that I think people are looking at, like, maybe people look at the NFC North or the AFC South as competitive divisions that, like, bad teams could win. So, um, Chris? So I only have – I have two. Okay. I'll go with the one, the sane one, and that's the Seahawks at, at 220. Cause I, I think, you know, the 49ers, are, you're, you're in the minus there. There's no value when it comes to picking them to win that division. Uh-huh. And again, the Seahawks were right there last year. Yeah. And, and in my in my mind, the 49ers didn't get exponentially better in the offseason. I think they're kind of got the same team that they're coming through this year. You know, maybe Jarek McKinnon can stay healthy. They drafted uh, what's his name to replace DeForest Buckner, and you see if he can kind of pan out on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, we'll see, you know, another full year of Jimmy Garoppolo because it looked a little questionable there in the Super Bowl, one could say. In the fourth uh, quarter. In the fourth quarter when the chips were on the table. We'll see what happens this year, uh, but I, I really just think the Seahawks are a really safe value pick here at plus two twenty. And then my 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 just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks. Pick is the Dolphins at plus eight hundred. Surely that. out of the value, I just because th- they were they were the all in team kind of in free agency this year. You know who knows what you're gonna get with Ryan Ryan Fitzmagic. He could have an insane year. We've seen it before. Or who knows? Maybe Tua goes in there and saves the day. But that's kind of my just fun fun pick there at that plus 800 just because I think that division is semi-open. I know the Bills have a good team on paper. The Patriots are still the Patriots. Uh, but the Dolphins, I mean, they looked you know decent at the end of last year, and they really got a lot of good pieces uh, on that team this year uh, in free agency. So they're kind of just a fun little pick there just to sprinkle something on. I, I love yeah. that. Yeah, people have been just so quick to just give the Bills the division. I'm like, we're really trusting the Buffalo Bills this much already. It just seems I, I like that pick as well. Yep, absolutely. Um, I mean, I'd probably take them, and I'd probably take the Patriots too. But, I mean, that's that's great. I love the Dolphins. Dolphins, way more value on that. Maddie, divisions. 
All right. So I already said I think the NFC North is just a, uh, you know it's a it's a jumbled up division. I think that the Packers and the Vikings are going to regress a little bit for next year. So why not the Chicago Bears plus four eighty five to win the NFC North? Could easily be a thing where you have a couple teams at nine and seven, and hopefully you know it's going to come down to, to to heads up play against each other. So I thought plus forty five for a team with a really solid defense. Hopefully get back to again Matt Nagy. Hopefully year two is better for him than year one. Um, so I like that value there. And then another one where. Um, you said it before, Big Ben's back, and I got the AFC North. I got Pittsburgh Steelers plus 300 to hopefully sneak out, and it's another one where you just may be hoping that they go, them and the Ravens go 10 and ten and 6, and then maybe, you know, Pittsburgh, it, they, they win the heads-up tiebreaker kind of thing. So I, I like Pittsburgh plus 300. I don't necessarily, as, much, as good as the Ravens are going to be this year, I think they have a chance. No, I mean, that's the only, that's the only team I would bet if I was not, if I was going to bet the NFC North, AFC North. Is the Steelers? I mean, that—that's the only value you have. I think the Ravens are so good, but if, I do think the Steelers, if they can have Big Ben stay healthy, absolutely. I agree. Their defense—they have the number one defense this year. Yeah, Steelers. They should. I mean, they, they, their defense is stacked at every position. I love that. Um, to me, I am going to go to the NFC North, but I'm not going to go with the Bears here, uh, and I'm not going to go with the Lions here either. I think the Lions will probably end up. Uh, you know, I, I don't—I don't really know why the Packers are are not favored to win this division um, with the regression of the Vikings and and where they've seen on offense and on defense. Um, So, I mean, for the Packers to be that high, I think I've seen places have them as high as plus 200 uh, to win that division. And I think, you know, with Aaron Rodgers, with the best quarterback in that division right now, I I still think that they're a viable pick. As much as I hated them last year, I don't think they're going to be 13 and three. Uh, but I think if I think ten wins probably wins this division, and I think the most likely team to do that is the Packers. Um, for me, uh, Tampa Bay. Why not them either? I mean, you know, there's no good team. The NFC South. You know, I know the Falcons. I, I just can't see the Falcons doing this. So why not throw Tampa Bay a bone as well? With the with the reason that they're going to be better is the turnover differential. They were 28th in turnover differential last year, minus 13. They're going from the complete opposite quarterbacks to turn the ball over from Jameis to Brady. Uh, I think that's going to make a real difference, and I think their defense is better than people think. Um, I like Seattle, Chris, for all the reasons you said, but my. My big pick, I'm going to throw a home run. I'm going to throw a home run at the Houston Texans. I know it's a gross pick. I know it's an ugly pick, but they're plus 325. They've won this division for the last five years. I really don't think that the Colts are very – I don't think that the Colts are, are all that. I really don't. I don't think – I think the Colts are getting a lot well. of – and, I, and I, think that, uh, I think that Phillip Rivers, a 38-year-old quarterback, is going to come in and save, save that team. I, I just I, – I, I find that a little bit hard to believe. So with the best quarterback in the division, I'm going to take the Houston Texans. How about that? $40 million uh, man. $40 million man, folks. Okay, um, ladies and gentlemen, that leaves us to this. we got to pick a Super Bowl champion, don't we? I mean, Absolutely. I, I, I want to hear, and this doesn't even need, need to go on the line here, but I want to hear who you guys have going back, going back, I almost gave up this, uh, a pickup, <laughs> going back to the Super Bowl. Uh, going to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, and, uh, let's start with Chris. Mine's really boring, and I'm so sorry. Chalky McShockerson. I have our, our boy Action Jackson, Lamar Jackson, leading the Ravens to another Super Bowl win over the New Orleans Saints. Uh, what is the Saints every year? I love the Saints. <laughs> they get three years going. That's the Saints in the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's going to happen eventually, and I, I hope it's that matchup because then I can just sit back and enjoy and I don't have to root against anyone like last year where I hated whoever won no matter what. Uh, 
I, I, I thought about putting the Seahawks in there too. Just that would be a little more exciting. Uh, but I, again, I, I just have this feeling about the Saints. They're gonna, they're just gonna take care of business this year. But I, I worry about that Ravens pick because I worry that Lamar Jackson is gonna become the Peyton Manning in a sense where he just is always known for his regular season play. And I know Peyton Manning won, you know, won a Super Bowl and in, in Indianapolis, and obviously, uh, I guess technically did win when he was in Denver. Uh, even though that was that was all the that was all on the defense. Te- um, technically, uh, wins a win. <laughs> it is a win. Uh, but I, I I do worry a bit. So I, I feel like this is going to be the year where either the Ravens really put it all together and just fly through the NFL, uh, or they're going to lose in the first round again by twenty points. But I'm gonna, I'm going to stick with my gut and say the Ravens will finally finally put it together. Lamar Jackson will finally put it together. They have a real obviously have a really good team this year. So where's my boring Chris? Super Bowl, Chris? Let me tell you something. I really like that pick Thank because you. it's also my pick. I'm picking the Ravens to win the Super Bowl as well. I think they're the best top-to-bottom team. Uh, I think that they are right now um, the most well-constructed roster in the league. With Lamar, I, I think he ascended. I think this dude's hungry, man. I think this dude's hungry after the last two years and the way they've ended. Uh, I think they're really hungry to, to stick it to teams, and I think they're going to open the passing game up with him too. I really do. I think they're going to open up uh, every facet of Lamar Jackson, with especially with not having you know preseason and not having regular training camp. I think the Ravens' cohesion together, I think that it's going to be a great story about we took the NFL offense and flipped it on its head, and in three years we won a Super Bowl. And I think that's going to be the great story. And you know who they're going to do it against? The world will set ablaze and set on fire because – Cowboys Nation will come out in full force. I'm picking the Dallas Cowboys. NFC champions this year. I think the ball just bounces their way in a really weird year. I love the I, I maybe I love the Cowboys too much, but I think they're balanced at every everywhere, maybe outside of secondary, but still I really like the Cowboys a lot this year. So Baltimore over Dallas. Well, I, I there's a lot of continuity going here. I've got Baltimore in there as well. I've also got Dallas. Yes, they, they will not be just NFC champions. They will be Super Bowl champions. Okay, okay. And it's Dallas over Baltimore in the Super Bowl. I've already locked it. I have I have Dallas as far as another future bet that we're talking about. Got Dallas to win the NFC plus 650. I love it. was great value. I didn't take it to win the Super Bowl, but plus 650 for the NFC. I think that's, I mean, I think that's, you know, it's a, a conference that definitely has a lot of people in play, but. Um, yeah, I, I think the Cowboys, I agree. I think their offense is going to be another level this year. I agree. I think the one weakness they have is that corner. Um, but I, you know, I think that's maybe something they can address at the trade deadline. You're always seeing, you're always seeing corners on bad teams move at the trade deadline. Now, I mean, you know, the amount of guys that moved last year with, uh, and then, you know, between, uh, Peters and, and, and everybody else that, that was moving around, I think that there's going to be an opportunity for them to grab another corner. Um, and who knows? Maybe they're coming from a bad New England Patriots team that's out of the playoffs. Maybe looking to move somebody. Are you trying, like that? trying to tell me something? Can they afford Stephon Gilmore right now? I don't even know. Who knows? Uh, who knows? But I, the reason I, I agree with you on this pick is because of coaching. Because Jason Garrett is not there. I think mm-hmm. it's such a difference. Mike Nolan, who's a great defensive coordinator, these guys have been hunkered down in like their bunkers. 
basically the the, the fired coaches association have been dropped <laughs> some plays down in the bunkers in Texas with Mike McCarthy. He brought a whole new regime in there. I love the Cowboys. I, I think Kellen Moore. I think Kellen Moore's offense is going to go another. I mean, for year one that was an electric offense. I think it's going to take only another step again. More longer time in these systems with these guys. I think it's just going to be. They could light the world on fire. Oh, boy. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? That was interesting. I, I did not think there was going to be that much uh, similarity. I mean, we're all on the Action Jackson train, so that means he will get blown up by 20 in the divisional yeah. round. <laughs> exactly. I love it, guys. I love it. Okay, we're running out of time, so let's go real quick through this. Our top three picks for the week. Take with it what you will, because, again, nobody knows really anything going into this Sunday, uh, except that the Chiefs are still good. So uh, let's start. Uh, I'll, I'll go first. You know what? I'll go first with this one. Uh, my number three pick, I'm not going to explain it real quick. I, I think the money is moving in favor of the Washington football team. I'm going to take them at home plus five and a half against the Eagles, who are basically an ER walk, a walking. Uh, I think the Washington football team might pull an upset uh, this Sunday, plus five and a half. Uh, we're going right back to the woodshed. I'm just going to go through them real quick. Right back to the woodshed with the under-the-weather bats. They're bad, gentlemen. And I got under... 39 and a half in Buffalo between the Jets and the Bills. Rain at 70%, thunderstorms and 15 to 25 mile per hour winds. Ah, the sweet smell of meteorology is back. (laughs) And then the last one, uh, Chris, I'm going to go against the grain here. Sorry about this one. Carolina, I'm going to take Carolina in a surprise victory over the Vegas Raiders, plus three and a half. Why don't we go for the half point already, fellas? Give me Caroline three and a half. Give me Caroline on the money line to, to beat the Raiders in Charlotte this Sunday. Chris? All right. Uh, I'm going to start out Titans-Broncos, the the un, uh, words. Uh, the, the total is at 41 and a half. I'm going to go with the over, especially Von Miller going out. I think that's going to open up that defense a little bit more, give uh, Tannehill a little bit more time to get the ball to A.J. Brown and obviously the freight train that is Derrick Henry. And I, I think the Broncos offense – if everyone was saying, if everything that everyone was saying is about Drew Locke is true, that it should be able to put up some points with that receiving core with Melvin Gordon. I think they can both teams these both these teams can score over twenty points. Uh, the Washington football team is bad, Dan. They're bad. I hope you know that. The, I'm taking the Eagles minus five and a half. Scary, scary. Infirmary. at home. Come on, Chris. We Listen. know. Yeah, but the Washington football team is bad. They're very bad. Uh, and then taking taking the Packers plus two and a half against the Vikings. Uh, okay. I'd like to take the Packers anytime they're getting points. Uh, so give me give me that bad man and Aaron Rodgers uh, to to keep it close and probably get the win over the Vikings. I want to hear Maddie C right now. Let's hear it, baby. All right, like I mean, if we if we all like Action Jackson, then we're going to take in Week One. We're going to lay seven and a half against Cleveland. I think that I mean, take one of the best coaches in the NFL versus a rookie head coach making his first start for Cleveland. They've still got a lot of things they've got to figure out. I think Baltimore is going to have a ton of wrinkles in their offense. The, the, the run scheme on Week One is going to be bonkers. I think they're going to blow them out. Take lay the seven and a half. Um, I'm also going to take. That frisky, frisky Dolphins team down in Miami. They're going into New England. It doesn't matter this year. There's no fans. It's it's just not a difference. Or there's like half there's there's a half a person in the crowd. Uh, so Miami plus six and a half. Um, I think that that's great. You know, it just the, the, the knowledge that they have against these teams. Um, and then I'm going to take. Of course, we're going to come with week one over here. Got to have an over. Um, Arizona versus San Francisco. Ooh. I think over 48. A lower number, um, you know, Arizona had some success against San Francisco last year, and I think this is another 
game where both of these coaches are going to have some serious, serious wrinkles in their offense. I mean, Cliff Kingsbury, you know, he's just licking his chops. He said he was happy there was no preseason so that he could surprise the league with what they're going to bring out. So I think that he's going to have some stuff going. Um, San Fran did struggle with Kyler Murray last year, and I think the run scheme, Arizona's as good as their offense is, I think Arizona's defense is still horrible. So San Francisco should be able to run the rock for another 250 yards against them again in the end zone. Be, are they going to be playing that game on Mars with the way San Francisco is looking right now? I mean, like I know, I know. What a crazy place that sounds. Apparently, they're going to—they they don't even know if they're going to play this game still uh, in in Santa Clara on Sunday because of the air quality problems that they're having out there. But I, I, I think that's a fun game. I think that's—I think that's going to be a very fun game to watch with Arizona. Really then I'll give you a backup pick. Another place that's got air quality problems going to be an air quality problem for Tennessee. We'll take Denver plus two and a half. <laughs> Denver, week week one, no conditioning, a team traveling from east to west. Okay. Uh, Tennessee's going to have a hard time with their lungs are going to be pumping with a lack of conditioning in this year. So Denver plus two and a half. That's the backup. That's only a backup. It only counts if that other game doesn't happen. <laughs> that, that other game, that other, very good-looking head coaches, and the and that game is not. So, you know. It's old farts. I hope, other, I hope that other one plays. I really do. Gentlemen, week one in the books. Good luck, and you listening out there on Sports Country Radio. You can listen to us every Sunday at 11.30 a.m. to get those picks in. SportsCountry.net. That's SportsCountry.net. The boys are back. Football is back. Thanks for listening to the Sunday Country.